הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומה שבארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחל נפגן נע נחל 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 מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו והכל יצחל אמן בעזרת השם Today we will start a new Torah, Torah 57 and God willing we'll split this up into three parts בעזרת השם So you start with the Gemara in Sanhedrin page 98 שאלו תלמידיו את רבי יוסי בן קיסמה The students of רבי יוסי בן קיסמה asked him Ematai ben David ba, when will the son of David, basically the Mashiach, when will the Mashiach come? Vekhule, etc. Amar lehen, Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma responds, Lekhshiyepol hashar hazeh veibane, when this gate will fall, and then be rebuilt, veipol veibane, and then re-fall again, and then be rebuilt, veipol, and fall again, veen maspikin dinoto, and then they be, before they have enough time to rebuild it, ad she ben David ba. The son of David will come. So the gate will fall once, be rebuilt. The gate will fall twice and be rebuilt. The gate will fall a third time, but before it's rebuilt on the third time, then what? The son of David will come. Mashiach will come in the time before it's being built. What does Rashi say? Rashi says, This gate, what's this gate? This is the gate of Aram. That he was in Aram at that time. Rabbi Yosef and Kisma was in Aram at the time he was saying this. Then Maspikin Nivnoto, they won't have enough time to rebuild it. What do they mean? Pamshishit, the third time. On the third time, they won't have enough a time to build it before the Mashiach comes. Leshon Rabbeinu Zichron Racha. This is directly from the manuscripts of Rabbeinu. Shalubet et Rabbi Yosef and Kisma and Matayah Ben David. As we saw in the Gemara. So da, no, Rabbeinu says, no. That every single word that came out from the mouth of God, God created with that word uh, an angel. That from each and every word God said, or that exited God's mouth, an angel was created. And each and every single word that God said, was divided into many different sparks. Like a hammer shattering the rock. You see those sparks that come whenever a hammer, shatter, a hammer shatters the rock. Those sparks are like these malachim, these nitzotzot, um, that come from these words. The same is true of how from each and every one of these words that God emitted from His mouth, Angels were created. According to how much, or according to the multitude of sparks. According to how many sparks there were, there were how many angels that were created. And the speech which, which encompasses that spark creates an angel. Which is the officer and the leader of all the angels that were created from all the sparks. This speech which encompasses all the sparks creates an angel that leads over all the other sparks, all the other angels. And those other angels, those other sparks, are this angel's camp, this all-encompassing angel. Each and every angel is appointed over a certain matter. And even all trees, grasses, um, have an angel that's appointed over them. That there's no grass down below, blade of grass down below, that doesn't have an angel up above, as it says in the Midrash over there, that tells it to grow. 
And each and every angel receives its life force, its vitality, from speech, from that speech that God said, and it transmits that life force, that angel which gets that life force from that speech, then transmits the life force, which it receives from the Dibur, into the matter which it's in charge of, into that thing which it's in charge of. In charge of. So for example, the angel which is in charge of the tree outside your house receives its life force from that speech from Hashem. And then that speech from which it receives its life force then gets transmitted from the angel down to that tree. Um, as we said, that the angel transmits that life force that it's in charge of to whichever grass or whichever other thing that it's appointed over. And these two types of powers that this malach has, meaning the, the malach which has the strength to receive um, this strength from the, the dibur and the strength that the malach has to give this influx over to that thing which it's in charge of. These two types of um ability this angel has to receive the life force and then to give it over. These two koho, these two strengths that this angel has is called in the aspect of Yadaim hands. With the right hand the angel receives its life force of Yatsemu Mashpia and with the left hand he gives over that Shefa. Bifrinot that it says as we see in the Midrash, Rabbah, as we saw earlier, that there's no grass down below that doesn't have an angel up above, which strikes it and tells it to grow, as we see here, the continuation of the Midrash. And that striking that the angel does over that grass is the aspect of the left side, the left hand, which is the Shefa that it gives over. That all the healings are dependent upon the Torah. A healing for all his flesh. For the Torah gives strength to the angels. And the Malachim then give over that um, that influence to the grasses. And then the grasses now have the power to heal with the strength of the Torah. But one who blemishes in the faith of the sages, Rabbeinu says, and breaches their restrictions, breaches their fences, then that healing which is possessed in the grass, which then receives its call from the angel, which that angel receives its call from the speech of Hashem, that grass no longer has its call anymore. Why? Because you don't have any more faith in the sages. You, bre- you breach their, their boundaries, their restrictions. So that refua, which is supposed to be present in the grass, no longer has the has the capability to heal this person's sickness. Perhaps a snake of the sage has bitten him, for which there is no cure. The snake of the sage is a reference to what we just explained. This is one who bl- who breaches the boundaries of the Chachamim. Through this, he removes the hands of the Malachim. According to how much he strays away from the pathways of the words of the Chachamim, the sages, the Rabbanan, or Rabbis. According to how much he strays away from the Chachamim, according to how distant he is from these words of the Chachamim, according to how much he breaches their words. Same is true of how much he removes the hands of the Malachim and how little Koach now that that grass 
You shall not stray from the matter that he tells you left or right. Meaning the Chachamim, which tell you to do this, don't stray from their words, even left or right. Meaning according to how much you stray. If you stray from the words of the Rabbanan, the sages, to the right side, with this you remove the right hand of the angel. And he has no strength to receive that vitality from the word of Hashem. And if you stray to the left of the Chachamim, with this you remove the left hand of the Malach, and now the Malach has no power to give influence to whatever needs to. And whenever, whichever hand of the angel is blemished, whatever hand it is, then the man has no healing. Whether it's right or left. Because this Grass, this medicine that has that is dependent that he's dependent on for his refuah, for his healing. He has no that's this this grass has no power to heal. for the angel is not able to give the koach that this grass needs to heal because the the left hand of the angel has been blemished. This is what it says in Dvarim. This is the makah, the plague, which is not written in the Torah, the, the punishment which is not written in the Torah, which is that referring to This is the death of the Talmid Chacham, the Tzadik, the Talmid Chacham, the, the, the wise man. Meaning this is the death with which the Talmid Chacham brings on a person. Because the sickness which comes to a person, For the, the fact that this person transgressed the words of the sages, meaning the sickness that comes to punish a person because he transgressed the words of the Chachamim, that sickness actually cannot be healed. The who met and he will die from that sickness. This death comes to him as a result of that plague, which is not written in the Torah. What is that? The Tamil Chacham. The aspect of the Tamil Chacham. Meaning the fact that you looked over the wor- sages, the words of the sages, you went from, you strayed from the words of the sages, makes it that you're, um, you have no healing. No matter what medicine you take, you have no healing. Because those things, which were not written inside the Torah, were handed over to the Chachamim. And we are obliged, we are commanded to listen to the Chachamim. And there are some that almost disgrace the words of the sages and they don't believe their words. Why? Because it seems to this person that the Torah is not telling it like this. It, the Torah would, would argue against this Chacham. And it's because of this reason, this person's wisdom, that he thinks he's wise. And he has this arrogance to argue against the sages that he becomes sick with, this, with, a, with a sickness that has no healing and he will die from this. But there's afflictions of love that come upon a person who's a tzaddik and this person, this tzaddik is struck with suffering and his healing is dependent upon the healing of the grasses, certain medicines, certain herbs. For he is a man of a, for he is a, 
a truly righteous person. And he did not blemish the hands of the, the angels. And the hands of these angels are still complete. For I am lovesick, Shlomo Amalek writes. I am lovesick. What's lovesick? What did it say in the verse over there? Sorry. He finishes off over there. For I am lovesick. His left is under his left hand is under my head. His right hand embraces me. What did I mean? Meaning what that this this lovesick is able to come upon a person and his refua is not dependent upon the hand. Why for the hands of these angels are completely perfect. As we saw in the verse, his left hand is under my head and his right hand embraces, meaning both hands are being used properly. And this is what happened whenever Rabbi Yochanan came to Atana, a Mishnahic sage who was sick with suffering. And Rabbi Yochanan told this sage who was suffering, do your fix, do your suff, does your suffering please you? Does, do your afflictions please you? Amar and the, the, the Tana responded, Lo, no. Amar lo. So Rabbi Yochanan responded back, Havli yada, give me your hand. Etc, etc. Why the hand? What is this entire story? Because now we're going to explain according to what Rabbeinu teaches us. Ki Rabbi Yochanan Savar. For Rabbi Yochanan thought, She'elu Yisurim and Yisurim Shalava. That these afflictions were afflictions of love. V'zehu She'sha'alato. And this is why Rabbi Yochanan asked this person, Chavivin Alecha Yisurim. Do your afflictions please you? Meaning, are you accepting your Yisurim with love? Because you're a tzaddik. She'elato im Chaviva Alava Yisurim. Meaning, he was asking this person, Are these Yisurim precious in your eyes? Meaning, are they Yisurim of love? Meaning, is it because God loves you that He's punishing you? And the man responded, No, no. No, he said. And when Rabbi Yochanan heard that these afflictions were not because of love, that what Rabbi Yochanan thought, that perhaps this man, this Tana, had blemished in the hands of these angels that we mentioned above. And it's for this reason that perhaps this Tana doesn't have uh, a healing. This is what Rabbi Yochanan taught. This is why Rabbi Yochanan told him, give me your hand. In order that he should know if he blemish in the words of the sages, God forbid, as we said above. And immediately when this Tana gave Rabbi Yochanan his hand, this person stood up. Because he did not have Yisurim, afflictions of love, and he did not blemish in the hands. It is for this reason that he was able to get back to life and to sustain himself to get back up from his sickness. And this is what it says. With his strength, he pulls the mighty. The mighty. Yakum, let him rise. He who has no faith in life, let him rise. He who has no faith in Chaim, in life. Because of the fact that this person does not believe in the Tamil Chachamim, 
or because a person does not believe in the Tamidei Chachamim, and Chaim Chaim, and we know the Tamidei Chachamim are called life. Kemash Amru Chachamim Tevachad, the Chachamim say in Gemara Barachot, Uvnayahu Ben Yehuda Ben Ishchai, the Benayahu Ben Yehuda was the son of a living man, Ben Ishchai, the son of the living man. Which means what? That Tzadikim, even when they pass away, they are called alive. Ben Ishchai, the son of the living man. Tzadikim, even when they pass, they are still called alive. It's for this reason that he didn't believe in those who were called life. That he didn't believe in the Chachamim. <clears throat> that he falls into a sickness. That causes him not to believe in that which is life, which is what the Chachamim. This sickness comes to comes to him because he did not believe in the Chayim, which is the the Talmud Chachamim. Which means what? Asher lo yamin bechayav that he has no belief in his life. What does that mean? He has no faith in life. Meaning, no person believe that this person can, that this other man who's sick can recover from this sickness. For there is no healing to this sickness. Why? Because he strayed from the word of the Chachamim. He was mizalzel. He was almost embarrassing the word of the Chachamim. He was disgracing. What's the rectification for all this? That you should lift up the fallen faith. Restore the fallen faith. Believe in Emunat Chachamim. This is what it says. Yakum He shall get up. He shall get up. Let him rise. He who has no faith in life. What does that mean? Meaning this person who had no faith in life. Meaning what the Chachamim. And Chachamim who are called life. You should lift up that fallen faith that you... That you have made fallen. And through this, you shall lift up that sickness. Restore that sickness into health. That until now you didn't believe in. Until now. Meaning, lift up that sickness which has been caused through your lack of emunat chachamim. Lift it up through having emunat chachamim. Raise up that emunah. Um, that until now, no person had faith that he'd have a healing. But through this person's faith, if he restores it, he shall be healed. Because through the faith in the sages, one is able to rectify the aspect of the hands of these angels. And now the angels then receive the strength. Sorry, they receive that life force and then have the strength to... to... mashpia. To give influx of strength to that grass which it's in charge of. And to give that grass the healing that it's um, capable of. And this is what it says. With his strength he pulls the mighty. What does that mean? Meaning the angels which are called the mighty. Each and every angel has his strength returned to him. What's koho strength? Koach comes from the numerical value of 28, which represents what? The 28 and the 28 sections of their hands. Meaning, where do the chachamim get, where do the angels get their koach? From their hands. Their hands have the ability to receive the chiyud, the life force from the word of Hashem, and their, le- their right hand has the ability to receive. The left hand has the ability to give over. And we know the right hand has 14 sections, the left hand has 14 sections. 
So we see that the 28 sections of the hands is this koach of the malach. This strength of the malach is received from the chav chet perkin de adayim. Which is the word koach. 28 sections of the hands. And now the angels are able to give Shefa, give abundance into whatever they are suppo- uh, into whatever they are appointed over. And then now this person who didn't initially have a healing, now he has a healing. For the words of the sages makes and repairs the aspect of the hands. So may we be able to strengthen the hands of the Malachim through our Emunat Chachamim and God willing to all those who are sick may they have a complete Refuah B'zrat Hashem Refuah Shema Min HaShamayim Refuah Tanefesh Refuah Taguf Amen This is where we're going to stop today and we will continue from section 2 um, next one